Welcome to this week's Technocast, brought to you by the National TUPSSO Franchise Owners Association. My name is Joe Gall, and today I want to talk to you about uh, UPS claims consistency. Um, a post on the source about UPS claims recently caught my interest. Paul Steger from the Tampa, Florida area posted, I have a customer, self-packed, wine glasses, box was sealed, customer says it was really well packed. Well, of course, one glass was broken, just newspaper for packing, of course. We went through the whole claim process, including escalating it to a supervisor, etc., 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 still denied. So because the customer will not accept the UPS denial claim, she wants to contact UPS claims directly. Some folks just don't have enough to do. I've had many claims denied initially by UPS, and we successfully challenged and had it overturned. Claim denials are very normal. Our customers don't want to hear it, of course, and all of them know how to pack just as good as we do, or better. It doesn't, make, it doesn't matter how much we warn them that newspaper and used boxes are an automatic claim denial. They ship it anyway. Um, we've all seen bad packing jobs. In fact, um, we make money by convincing them to repack. You know, some we get, some we don't, but that's our job. So what happens when, after all the convincing, the selling, the refusal to repack, the breakage, the claim, the denial, the contested denial... Uh, then the uncomfortable phone call that we all have to make only to have it reversed because our customer chose to call UPS directly and then complained even more. Yeah, that makes us look bad, really bad. It makes, look like, like, makes us look like liars. It makes us look like we don't even care about our customers. It costs us future business from what customers, from the, what that customer and everyone else on their personal network hears about. It tarnishes our reputation that we strive so hard to build. It makes us feel small or foolish or insignificant, doesn't it? We don't know anymore what UPS will approve or not approve. The best part is we were just recently forced to change our entire packing process. You know, if we don't pack it in the right burst strength box or right uh, the small bubble, then the large bubble, then the dividers and cut styrofoam planks and all the other required materials and don't forget the poly bag, then we don't get our claim approved. Really? Do we need our customers to call and argue that we forgot the poly bag? You know, where is the consistency, UPS? Why do we have impossibly higher standards than the general public? Why are our standards higher than other ASOs? Because we are considered UPS, right? But then, why is popcorn still an approved UPS packer material, yet we can't use it? Our customers can, but we can't. I have, I, I have adopted the new packing guidelines to the T, to the letter. And in my stores, I have to admit, my packing claims are down, if not practically, if not, uh, practically non-existent. It forced me not to cut corners anymore. All my claims are now just UPS packages, just lost UPS packages. And that's an entirely different problem. My last claim was this guy with a strong New York accent that sounded like he had ma mafia ties. I guess I watched too many movies. He scared me from the start. He insisted on shipping a cheap microwave in a used box. He said it was packed just fine. I, was going, I, was, I wasn't really going to argue with this guy, right? Nope, of course not. So it was returned to us, all beat up, of course, and I opened it to see that he used newspaper and whatever scraps he can find, including used water bottles. I asked UPS to overturn the claim at the customer's request. No deal. I let him know. He wasn't mad. He just called me back in 10 minutes with a claim number. <laughs> How could it be that easy? Maybe he intimidated UPS like he intimidated me. Maybe UPS is just horribly inconsistent. 
Whatever the case, we now need to know that our denied claims are not final. We take them as far as we can and then turn the customer loose on them. Um, Paul's, co- Paul's post took an interesting turn with uh, some of the responses. That's what I love about this forum. The question was raised that we take the hit, pay the claim, and hope for future packing business. George doesn't like that, like taking the blame for the customers or UPS's mistake. I tend to agree with him, but I guess the decision also depends on what position your store is in, or better yet, what precious metal you were rated at. You see, platinum stores have more leeway than a gold, silver, bronze, or what I like to call aluminum store. Struggling stores take the calculated risk of paying the claim anyway, regardless of fault. Customers are precious. Some of us can afford to let some go, some can't. For me, it depends on the customer. You know, it's a regular versus a person I'll never see again anyway. It's a tough call, but that's what we do. Bad reviews are something else to consider. A good point made by Britt. We get bad reviews for not carrying weigh bills or not being open 24 hours. I mean, how bad is a bad pack job on, or bad customer pack job on your um, Google reviews? Whatever the case is, UPS has a very inconsistent customer service when it comes to claims, and it leaves us somewhere in the middle. It's not fair to us, period. But we have the knowledge to tell our customers it's not over till it's over. Don't take our no for an answer. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you check in next week again for our network's exclusive Technocast. Have a good night.